Hello, and welcome to the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. I'm your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. I've been studying the Tao Te Ching for just short of a year now, and have reconnected with a natural feeling of inner peace and contentment. I don't hold a doctorate, nor am I qualified to teach anything about the Tao Te Ching. I'm just an ordinary person who has experienced the wonderful side effects of following the Tao. Since everyone's experience with this wisdom is different, the only thing that I can hope for is that mine helps you to connect with a Tao in your own unique, personal way. Feel free to listen to each episode a day at a time, or anytime you need a quick Tao shot. You can listen while you're on your way to work, or after that, when you're winding down. It's always a good time to observe the Tao. In each episode, we'll do four things. One, we'll read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, I'll break it down into everyday language. Three, I'll share my own thoughts and experience. And four, I'll leave you with a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. Thanks for joining me today and enjoy this episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. Verse 59, Widening the Channel In the ruling of people and the serving of heaven, nothing equals moderation. For moderations lead to foresight and conserving. Foresight and conserving leads to the storing of treasures of power. The strength of one who has stored such treasures of power cannot be overcome. As nothing can overcome it, its potency is boundless. Because its potency is boundless, its possessors can attain sovereignty over the whole kingdom. And if, having attained sovereignty, they return to the mother, they will endure long. For by striking deep roots, they will be building on firm foundations, and through contemplation, they will repose in the eternal Tao. That's verse 59 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Herman Old. Next, let's break it down. This verse has just about one part to it, but we can look at it at two different levels. So let's take each level one part at a time. Okay, so level one talks about moderation with things external to us, and level two talks about moderation with things internal to us. Now, I'm sure that there are different other levels that could be talked about. Those are just the two that kind of resonated with me this week. The whole idea is moderation, right? Like not doing too much, not doing too little. And Lao Tzu seems to be saying here that when we are serving our higher natures, when we're serving other people, when we're ruling ourselves, when we're leading others, moderation is the best. And so why? 
Well, he kind of tells us. He says moderation leads to foresight and conserving. Uh, basically, we don't use up stuff as much, right? <laughs> and if we don't use things up, then we store up the treasures and of power. Um, and and I think in this case, treasures of power basically means like um, our potential for doing good, our potential for creativity and the support and service of others. And he says, okay, well, if you have all this, all these treasures of power, then basically you can't be overcome because you've got all this, all these treasures of power. And if you can't be overcome, then you're basically like untouchable in, in the sense of you just, you have access to infinity, right? So in a very spiritual sense, this is what I'm seeing. I'm like, okay, well, if I practice moderation, what happens is I conserve my strength. I conserve my energy and my efforts and everything like that. And what happens is I actually grow my access to the infinite power that's at my back, which is, you know, the Tao, which is what we're talking about. And if I've got the Tao at my back, then, yo, I mean, we've talked about immortality before, right? Yeah, like that starts to be something of which I'm aware, right? And then he ends the whole thing by by saying, for by striking deep roots, they'll be building firm foundations and through contemplation will repose in the eternal Tao. That's kind of just what we just said, you know, is is like, hey, so, so the long and the short of it is, in a weird way, is, hey, practice moderation so you can be immortal. <laughs> okay. So, and there's a lot of steps in between there, but that, that was the basic thing. And so... At these different levels, what do we mean? Well, there's moderations with things that are external to us and internal to us, right? So moderation with external stuff, that's easy. That's that's our corporeal stuff, right? That's not eating too much, not talking too much, not trying to love somebody too hard, you know, all that stuff, right? And then there's moderation with things internal to us, being compassionate with ourselves, not being too hard on ourselves. Allowing the Tao to help us grow in the manner and timing with which it specifies. Not trying to, you know, be real spiritual all of a sudden. You know, that kind of stuff, right? So we'll talk about a little bit more about that in depth in each of the sections. Um, suffice it to say for right now, let's remember that verse 59 just has one part to it, but it's got two different levels that we can talk about. Like I said, there's many more levels that you can think about. I just picked these two because um, it seemed appropriate for our discussion. So level one is moderation with things external to us and level two is moderation with things internal to us. So let's put that back together. I'll read verse 59 again. In the ruling of people and the serving of heaven, nothing equals moderation, for moderations lead to foresight and conserving. Foresight and conserving leads to the storing of treasures of power. The strength of one who has stored such treasures of power cannot be overcome. As nothing can overcome it, its potency is boundless. Because its potency is boundless, its possessors can attain sovereignty over the whole kingdom. And if, having attained sovereignty, they return to the mother, they will endure long. For by striking deep roots, they will be building on firm foundations. And through contemplation, they will repose in the eternal Tao. 
Let's take a look at some of the things that this verse made me think about today when considering widening the channel. There are two. Number one is moderation gives the DAO space to work. And number two, infinity's got your back. Moderation gives the DAO space to work. It seems to be that the theme of this verse is all about moderation. Everything in moderation. How many times have I heard that over and over again? It's like it's cool to say it, but what does it really mean? And how do I even practice it? Not going to lie. I'm a little envious of the folks who understand this and practice it without having to think about it too much. For me, I find that moderation is a mystery. (laughs) I mean, we've talked about the law of balance in one episode using the law of balance in another. And we've talked about that pendulum swimming back and forth to reveal the center. And still, moderation is something I find to be a challenge. I suspect I'm not alone. In fact, I suspect that this is something with which a lot of humans struggle. A look back in history and even current times will illustrate that we're just not good at it. In a previous episode, we observed how, historically, empires come and go, rise and fall. What is this but the non-ability to keep to the center? Yes, it may seem that for a time things are stable, but they always return to chaos after a certain amount of time, don't they? (laughs) Since we're collectively not good at it, shouldn't we just give up? Well, my thought is no. There's a thought I've been having lately, and it's from a book someone put in my path called Everyday Zen by Joko Beck. In it, she talks about how in a Zen meditation practice, we allow our awareness to come to the present, and we try to remain in that moment, not thinking of the future, of the past, just the moment. And we all find that staying in the center for any lengthy amount of time is, well, I don't want to say impossible. but it's pretty hard. But what we do in reminding ourselves to just come back to now, come back for a moment, is we keep trying. And when you rack up a lot of keep tryings, you find that something interesting has happened. Those keep tryings and little bits of awareness start to add up. And we see reality differently. It's not as threatening as we thought. It's less us and more reality, I guess. So what's this have to do with moderation? Well, I think being conserving or sparing, as Lao Tzu puts it, is the ideal to which we can aspire. He tells us what happens when we hold ourselves this way. Basically, we become immortal. And since that's a bit of a stretch, he breaks it down. Sparing means to forestall or put off disaster by saving resources. And when we have resources, we're strong and prepared. And when we're strong and prepared, we're ready for anything. And if we always stay in this state of preparedness, we're victorious already. And when we're victorious, we nurture the quality that makes us enduring anyway. And thus, we're always enduring. Which is what immortality seems to be. Okay, so that's a lot of statements strung together, admittedly. Are we talking about living forever like vampires, that kind of immortality? (laughs) No, I mean, there's like physics and biology and stuff. 
I think we're talking about trying our best to stay in the center over and over so that we can become aware of and know and nurture the real reality. The reality that we are all connected. We are one. And we are constantly arranging the universe for ourselves and others. That immortality. The one that says since we're all a part of infinity, we are infinity and therefore just can't go away despite the fact that our corporeal forms may change. So I guess the next question is, well, that sounds awesome and all, but back to what we were saying in the beginning, Dan, suppose I don't know just how to keep getting to the center. How do I practice moderation? Well, Lao Tzu focuses on government in this verse. He calls it human affairs, which is cool because there are many levels of human affairs, aren't there? There is government, yes, but there's also leadership and teaching, isn't there? Recall how we've explored the idea that we're all leaders and teachers. I can be a leader at work as a supervisor, or I can be a leader there, not as a part of the hierarchy, but as a person to whom others look for guidance and advice. And it doesn't have to be a role into which I can form always. Sometimes I'm the leader, and sometimes I'm the follower. And that's at work. At home, I'm a parent or a partner a sibling, or an example of love and compassion. With friends, I'm teaching others how to treat me all the time, so I'm a teacher too. What's it look like if I'm sparing with the folks at home? How do I practice moderation there? Perhaps I can always try to come back to the present moment in an argument and realize what's happening. That despite me trying to enforce my point of view, I am placing the importance of winning above the connection that we can experience together. Moderation means that perhaps instead of thinking the other person's habits are annoying, they are a way of helping me come back to the present. So their annoying habits are tools, <laughs> and useful ones. And maybe a way of moderating as a leader or teacher is to listen a little more and support those whom I'm leading and teaching so that we are collaborating, co-creating, Instead of me just creating situations and results by myself. And what's the point of it? How does the state of always enduring come out in these efforts? Well, in short, by always trying to come back to center, I open myself up to the awareness of that real reality we talked about. That real reality where we can have this always on connection. And by stealing as many little real moments as I can, not only with me, but with others. I can catch glimpses of what's really going on. A beautiful, endless dance of beings of light who use each other to shape and mold the universe to their liking. Infinity's got your back. Let's talk about a different kind of moderation now. Spiritual moderation. Can there be such a thing? If the Tao is limitless, and I am too because I'm an expression of the Tao, I should have zero limits, right? Indeed, I think that's the case. But, what happens when I want to increase my spiritual practice? How about when I'm all, I'm not meditating enough, I need to be like those people that sit there for hours. Or, when a friend says something profound and I say to myself, Wow, that person's advanced. I'm not as advanced as that. Have you had those experiences? 
<laughs> I have. It's interesting, you know? When I wasn't into the Tao and was just living my earth life, I didn't care for spirituality that much. Everything was costs, revenues. It was which bills I had, what car I wanted, how many people I could influence. And when the spirituality thing came up from time to time, I'd ignore it and life would pretty much continue. When I began turning my eyes towards less earth stuff and more spiritual stuff, I noticed that my conversations changed. I wasn't talking about the physical stuff as much. And what's more, my thoughts began to change. And since my thoughts changed, so did my feelings. I felt lighter. I felt more positive about things in general. And the people around me, all of a sudden, they became spiritually focused too. As I grow my earthly capacity for the infinite spiritual, I find that conversation continues to evolve. I meet different people and have different conversations with them. I feel differently and I read different stuff. In that path we talked about, the gravel has gradually changed. The trees are different and so is the air. It all feels a bit more real, I suppose. So when I'm walking with a new person on this changed path, or even a person that I've been with since I started being aware of my journey, my first inclination is to want more. It seems they're deeper than I am. It seems that they've got this superpower I don't have yet. I get stuck in this idea that if I work for their level of spirituality, I can achieve it. Well, in my experience, I don't achieve anything. In fact, it's the very desire for spiritual achievement that prevents me from growing. At least, that's how I think about it right now. As a Western-born human in the 21st century, part of my programming tells me that Action 1 plus Action 2 will equal Result X. It's a very direct relationship between what I do and the results I see. Now, as I've grown with a Tao, I've realized that while this may be true for some cases, it's not the whole picture. Sometimes, I have experienced that if I stop doing Action 1 and subtract Action 2, I'll experience Condition Z. (laughs) Quite different, isn't it? One might say it's the opposite. It's easy for me to desire more connection with the Tao. It's easy for me to fall into the thought pattern that compels me to try and add more. More reading, more intense awareness, more writing, more integration, more. I mean, how can I not? (laughs) As a just awakening being, all of a sudden, I'm realizing that beyond being present in the moment, there are so many more things I can do when I'm connected to the universe. I can become aware of so much more. I can experience infinity. I can create things for me and others that literally has no limits. I can rewrite my past. I can rearrange my thoughts with introspection. I can heal others. (laughs) Really, once I realized all this stuff, I was all, man, I have a long way to go and I want to do it all and I better start practicing more so I can have a chance at all these cool things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And then that mania passes because I'm finding that 
while I'm aware of all the cool things other people have reported about spiritual superpowers, getting them takes years and lots of work, which I'm okay with. But when I start trying to add to my spiritual experiences by doing work before I have the capacity for it, I discover that I have actually delayed my natural timeline. It's almost as if I stop along the path to practice walking. We mentioned being spiritual gardeners before. If I do what I can, when I can, if I am sparing in my thoughts, words, and activities, especially when it comes to spiritual pursuits, I place myself in the Tao's care. Like a plant that gets water and sunlight, I grow naturally. There is no need for me to force any of it. Can a plant grow harder on its own? <laughs> now, I'm not saying that I shouldn't be open. I shouldn't be interested in learning and practicing more. What I am saying is I can be aware of these other things and continue to do what feels natural and right for me now. I have found that when I'm ready, the Tao always places lessons and teachers in front of me at the right time. So that's a great place to stop. To wrap up my experience with this verse today and considering widening the channel, I thought about two things. Number one is that moderation gives the Tao space to work. And number two, infinity's got your back. For the final piece of this episode, let's consider how we can apply the principle of widening the channel in this verse today. So, what do we mean by widening the channel, and how does that have anything to do with moderation? Well, for me, I kind of had this sense that when I open myself to the Tao, I receive its gifts, or I've got immortality. Or I become the Tao and I'm therefore one with everything. We've considered these themes before throughout our journey together. I guess being sparing with things allows that space within me to open up to allow the Tao to enter. So if I practice staying in the middle, I've got the power and sense of infinity at my back. If I'm not thinking about yesterday, not thinking about tomorrow, but thinking about things now. If I'm not overindulging and not underindulging, then I'm just participating in what's going on. If I'm not trying too hard, not trying half-heartedly, just trying, I'm on the quickest way to doing over the next few minutes, I'd like us to take a look at how we're moderating. Let's take a look at our actions in the past few moments or days. Have our actions been desire-focused? Have they been excessive? Have they been inadequate? And how about our words? Have we used our speech to make ourselves look better than we think we are? Have we been verbose when simpler language would have gotten the job done just as well? Have we used our words to heal? Or have we used our words to hurt? Now let's look at our thoughts. What have we been thinking about? My brain usually has from 7 to 10 things it's cycling through over and over. 
and paying attention to my thoughts. Have I been taking them too seriously? Have I been neglecting some thoughts because I feel uncomfortable when I think them? Do I indulge in other thoughts when I feel good, powerful, or even angry when I think them? Do I try to not think at all? Do I try to think more? We've allowed some awareness into our consciousness about where we might be missing the mark. So the next step is to ask the Tao to help us be willing to move into the center. It's my experience that when this is the case, there are no more bad things or good things. There are just things. There aren't any good lessons or bad lessons. They're just lessons. So, ask the Tao now. Please help me be willing to see and to be aware of how I might move toward neutrality with my actions, words, and thoughts. Thank you. Now, during the day or the week, do your best to remain aware of the little things that happen. I'll be tying my shoes, taking a shower, or driving down the road, and all of a sudden an insight related to my earlier request will pop up. When we practice this verse by looking for external as well as internal ways to get better at moderating things, we create the space inside us that allows the Tao to operate from within. When we have infinity at our backs, there is limitless assistance and presence on which we can draw. We may use this for our own growth, or we may use it to help others, provided we remain in a genuine place of humility. Thank you for helping me to explore and practice moderation today. To close out this episode, I will leave you with a final reading of verse 49 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Herman Old. In the ruling of people and the serving of heaven, nothing equals moderation. For moderation leads to foresight in conserving. Foresight in conserving leads to the storing of treasures of power. The strength of one who has stored such treasures of power cannot be overcome. As nothing can overcome it, its potency is boundless. Because its potency is boundless, its possessors can attain sovereignty over the whole kingdom. And if, having attained sovereignty, they return to the mother, they will endure long. For by striking deep roots, they will be building on firm foundations, and through contemplation, they will repose in the eternal Tao. Thanks for listening to an episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living with your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. In each episode, we do four things. One, we read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, we break it down into everyday language. Three, we discuss my own thoughts and experience with the Tao. And four, we look at a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, 
reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. I'm pretty sure that as I learn about and experience more of the Tao, all my thoughts and lessons will change. I wish the same for you as you grow along your journey. If you found something meaningful in this podcast and would like to discuss it with others, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the subreddit Taoism. That's reddit.com slash r slash Taoism. Also, I'd invite you to share this podcast with friends if you think it would benefit them. As always, I wish you love, compassion, and peace. Thanks for listening.